Hello, welcome to Ramsey Speak. I'm Sam and I'm here with my boyfriend Alfie. Hello. So many people online have messaged us since we brought up the fact that we basically fell in love over neighbours. <laughs> so I thought maybe we could tell a second embarrassing story Ooh. about when you put an Instagram story oh, no. up of <laughs> you oh, watching no. neighbours basically to get my attention. True or false? Gun to your head. True, but it needs backstory. So backstory is, yes, I did do that. Tick, yes, gun to your head. Um, however, I did that because I saw on Instagram that you had put up an Instagram story watching Neighbours and then I thought, oh my God, a Neighbours fan. Honestly, everyone listening to this knows that there aren't huge amounts of us, so it's not what that that's going to be a common interest. So then I was like, damn, this seems extra special. I want to get in on, in on this. So then I did a little Instagram story too. And did it get your attention? Did it work? Well... I'm sat here and right now with chains on my today. arms and legs, so, you know. <laughs> yes, it worked. And yes, that is how we got together. So, yeah. so there's you know, another fun little story works. for you. <laughs> Do you know what? We'll dive straight in because on that, I need to say a similar technique that somebody's going for. Nicolette is going for that same thing. Oh almost. my God, that was perfect. And you're so right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, she's going for the technique of like, not exactly similar. There's no Instagram stories involved. But what there is, is she's, you know, she's moving into the same blimmin' house as... Chloe and Pierce in order to get between them. To get between them, it's basically going to be another love triangle for Chloe yeah. and Pierce, it feels like, after Naomi. And I mean, just as a side note, who knew that the waterhole was the the lesbian uh, venue of Melbourne? Literally, no one knew till now. Although I suppose, you know, Erin's Pride been a big thing and Courtney Act was there. Oh, they've promoted so it. Like, That's why they're all there. That's the place to go. And Cranky Granny. Viral cranky granny, right. I'd go, I'd visit, I would, I want to. I love um, that. No, I feel like Nicolette is great, but she's obviously got, you know, she's got this crush on Chloe, and I think, although she says that she's not someone to like break up a marriage and a relationship, I do get the vibe that that she's kind of going for that, isn't she? She could do something, and the way she was speaking to Levi about her little one night stand, well, mm. she left not very much to the imagination. Unlike you, I know how to follow through. Well, where is she then? Upstairs in my hotel room. And you're here because? Supplies. We worked up a bit of an appetite. Nice. Also, I'm celebrating. For breaking the dry spell? I got that live-in nurse job with Chloe. Congrats. Thanks. Well, welcome to the street. I guess I'll be seeing you around then. Before I go, since Kyle's not here, you can finish telling me that story. What story? Chloe, Pierce, the recent trouble. I probably shouldn't. You definitely should. It's none of my business. Yeah, but it's going to be mine. I'm moving in with them. Come on. I don't want to walk in on something unprepared. And aren't good neighbours supposed to look out for each other? They almost had a threesome with my auntie. Really? But I wasn't there at the time. It's only what I heard. You know, my aunt has some history with Pierce and suggested it, but they never went through with it. Well, what was the trouble then? Apparently brought up heaps of issues between them. But you never heard it from me, right? Of course not. Aren't good neighbours meant to look after each other? Not exactly how it goes, Nicolette. Yeah. I know you're new to the show, sense. but it needs a little bit of work. And you literally are talking to B's best friend. You could have at least got the lyrics right. She tried. Yes, insulting almost. Insulting. It? it is. Do you know what? I was just thinking, actually, listening to that clip, 
When you were a child and you were watching Neighbours and you wouldn't even be able to see a gun wound, did you think that threesomes would be so openly talked about in the future? And also, Nicolette being like to leave out, basically, I have no problem getting it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> lines along the line of that, where you're like, what? I mean, Nicolette's got serious game. The bit that I really enjoyed, actually, was when she was in the hotel room and got offered the job on the phone. Oh my and the gosh. girl she was in the bed with was like... She's amazing. Go get him, babe. I thought, God, one night and she's already vouching for her in a job interview. I, I mean, know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knows how to pick him. That is a, wow. quite a treat. No, I really loved that moment between Levi and Nicolette, especially because, you know, I enjoyed those scenes when they were in the waterhole together with Kyle because that felt like the start of like a little cool friendship group, which I really enjoyed. It was like a new friendship group you know yeah it was and kyle needs that because kyle and roxy are great but we know that roxy's going to get pulled away with the shane storyline kyle doesn't have amy he's given up on that dream so he's with roxy now so actually you need that group to be bigger and there's a lot of people of that age and i do wonder how b will slot into that as she's on her own now so will she become part of that group with nicolette i don't know maybe although i feel like b is more of the group with like yashvi and ned isn't she she's more like that's her friendship group with a bit of levi as well who knows maybe Maybe they'll all become good friends. Neighbours become good friends. Good friends. Mm. There you go, Nicolette. That's how it's supposed to go. Talking of good friends, Nicolette is moving in to Ramsey Street. Jane, her mother, is basically next door. Yeah. They're all starting to creep slowly onto the street. How do we see this progressing? Do we see them moving in together at some point? And where? What, Nicolette and Jane? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. And I think that's mainly because... If you're being realistic, Nicolette is an adult, so she wouldn't necessarily want to live with her mum, would she? I know that lots of them do on Ramsey Street, but she might not want to. Nearly all of them. Exactly. (laughs) Although I do also think, like, how long is Jane going to stay with the Kennedys for? Because that's a bit of a weird situation. They've got an an empty room now that Ellie's gone, and we know that there's a labyrinth behind that corridor. Mm. I'd just love to see Jane have her own property on Ramsey Street. Mm. I think that would just be so iconic. Can't she just move into Mrs. Punt's house and just extend the street? Because then if... you don't have to use the external of it apart from like once in a blue moon and all we need to see is a living room and it would just break up the option of of the different spaces would be nice wouldn't it mm. as long as she doesn't end up moving to like the penthouse i can't deal with jane in the yeah penthouse, well i was looking you know? online and you know um some of the brilliant neighbors fans were talking about how we could rejig everyone and how pierce and chloe could move into the penthouse and then jane and nicolette could have the old brennan den but i personally don't really like that house set i think it's quite like stagnant i don't think it looks like a home even though it's actually been really nicely dressed recently i found actually i think there's a bit more character in it and the colors are lovely but it's it's just not very homely like as much as i don't like paul and Teresa's house it feels like a living room and feels like a kitchen it's proper australian but once upon a time that house was really homely that's a little bit like i don't think david and aaron's house feels overly homely but once upon a time that was like the peak of being homely when the turners and lou was there and all sorts that was like a proper family unit home so, you know, things to adapt, things to adapt. You know, f- talking about that house, I need to talk about Emmett's mum. Yeah, we finally we met her. And we spoke about her a couple of weeks ago on the podcast and I was a bit unsure and we were a bit like, oh, wish they wouldn't have gone down like a drink or a drug storyline. I might take it all back because yeah, she's absolutely brilliant. She's such a good actress yeah. and she's doing it really well. I, I was really nervous that, as you said, and we spoke about before, that it was going to be very one note. It was going to be, mm. oh, she had to give up her children because she couldn't look after them because she had an alcohol problem and just almost a little bit cliche. It doesn't really do justice to the story. But actually, not only is she a brilliant actress, but there is real depth to the character as well. Yes, she does have a drink problem that Therese has like, taken her under her wing She's going to AA. She's trying to turn her life around. 
and I'm really enjoying it, you know. It actually, it adds a depth to the storyline as well that the fostering story, it's not that they're trying to adopt Emmett. That's not what it is. As we said before, we didn't want that to be the thing. We wanted it to be fostering. Like half and half. The idea that they might have to give up Emmett at any point because they're just his guardians for that moment. So actually, I quite like it. It's now put David and Aaron in a situation where, you know, they're trying to help Jenna and they're also trying to help Emmett and they're trying to kind of reunite them. I think it's really sweet, actually. I kind of enjoyed how when um, Jenna was there, David and Aaron kind of like stand at the side, like with no idea what to do. And Mm. actually, that probably is quite realistic because, you know, you're looking after a kid, but you can't really send their mum away because the kid's going to hate that. And how do you manage that? And again, on reflection of how we spoke about the storyline so far, I actually feel that those scenes were done really well. And I loved the way that the um, the lady, what's her name, who comes and <laughs> was really homophobic. Layla. In the Layla. I loved how Layla popped in and actually thought it was quite well done and felt quite realistic. I mean, I love Layla. David and Aram still aren't really working, but, you know, that doesn't really matter. I love Layla. I think Layla is iconic. I think she's amazing. Just note to say that I saw on... Um, at Dr. David Tanaka's Instagram account that it celebrated 500 episodes on the show, oh, which is yeah, a big did. deal. So that's really good. Congrats. Congratulations to you. Um, that's a big deal. So, yeah, huge. It's a big deal. And David, as a character, has had actually so many storylines, ups and downs. And for someone who is a doctor, he's done very well to work alongside Carl Kennedy that is always going to be the original doctor to everyone in Neighbours. Yeah. And actually build his ground. I feel like we really respect him oh, he's such as a, a medical character. professional. So, yeah. yeah. He's not going anywhere, we hope. Don't go anywhere. Please. Don't go anywhere. No, but I'm really enjoying Emmett's mum arriving and I really enjoyed Emmett's brother being there as well. And just getting to know that family situation, that family unit. It's interesting. I, I am aware of the spoilers about what's coming up, so I'm going to keep it zoomed. But... It, it goes even further, and I think that's really nice. It explores it in a really good way. Mm. No spoilers just yet, but let's have a little listen to Emmett's mum. Pretty cool, hey? Your mum working in the neighbourhood. Bit far from yours. I mean, how long does it take to get here? It's not too bad. It's more swish than I'm used to. Just remember, you can fit in anywhere as long as you have a fancy pair of sunnies. I taught you that. I know. I'm sorry about last night. I stuffed up. It won't happen again. So a few little nuggets of information that I really like about that clip. Number one is Emmett's mum saying that she lives really far away, so therefore she won't be able to just get to Lasters really quickly, even though she was offered the job at a drop of a hat by Therese for no apparent reason, and, you know, just crack on, which is classic Lasseters. Um, but I like that we're starting to see a bit more of a softer side of her, and we're we don't know whether to trust her or not, of course. That's the, the mystery of soap. But mm. I think we're at least feeling like, let's give her a go. Like I'm, I've got time for her. You know, sometimes when these characters come in, you're a bit like, oh, we're going to do a classic recovering alcoholic storyline. It's going to be really badly done and then they're going to leave because they realise they can't look after their kid or something. Like I'm hoping that doesn't happen and I'm hoping we're going to have a little bit more love and a little bit more heart in this one. It's definitely taking me on a bit of a journey. A bit of a journey. I really enjoy that at the moment I'm really all for her. I'm like backing her behind. I'm like, come on, you know, don't drink. This is great. You're going to get Emmett back in the family, which I didn't expect when she first came on the scene. I thought, oh, who's here to cause trouble? But actually I've got, I'm on her side now, which is quite a nice perspective because then if that all goes wrong, that will all change. And I think it's good. It's taking you on a proper journey. And as you say, I quite like that she's traveling from far away as well. It adds the depth to it. Not everyone is a local to Erinsborough, you know, which is really nice. And I'm hoping that maybe, like, I loved the scene when she was like, 
why did why did he punch you talking about um brett yeah brett um... and i would have loved if aaron was like it's because i called him buddy for the eighth time today <laughs> but it wasn't sadly though someone should cut that together nay benz or somebody who does brilliant cuts on twitter um should do that <laughs> absolutely i've been really loving people pointing out the buddies even more so especially when we yeah, did buddy thanks bingo for messaging us. everyone's like oh buddy i keep hearing it everywhere we're going to have a break from Bunny Bingo this week because, frankly, I just can't stand it. And it may it may come back or it may become what day did Aaron or David go into work bingo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of work, though, someone's finally got a job that we're allowed to talk about. Oh. Fandangle Ned. We'd all like Ned to fandangle us. Is that, can you use it in a... I don't think so. Do, do you know what? I was actually <laughs> right? searching up. I wanted to know what the definition was of fandangle oh, yeah. earlier because What's I was say? just keen. So <gasps> search it. Search let it. me search it right okay. now. So fandangle is a useless or purely ornamental thing. Oh, that's not very nice. Yeah, but maybe that's kind of maybe that's subliminal. Maybe that's like foreshadowing that it's useless what he's doing as yeah. a job or ornamental i don't know either ornamental. way fandangle mm. ned is like one of the best things that's ever happened on neighbors ever as a storyline i think this is so cool the places this goes in terms of comedy is like 10 out of 10 but then it also brings loads of drama but i cannot tease stuff about that because you'll hear about that very soon, very soon. and i literally can't oh. say anymore I'm gonna sit on my hands now and close my mouth i loved this scene on tuesday's episode where Yashvi and Ned were kind of working out the pitch for him to potentially take over the um, sex shed, pretty much. You want to um, call it that? Yeah. The sex shed. And Yashvi played like a pretend Paul Robinson. And actually, we had some playfulness from Yashvi, which we really lost with her being in a police uniform. So more of that, please, alongside her being police. I can live with that. I would love to have my own gallery show like this. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard when you're not making money. Everyone's got to live. Yeah, and every true artist needs a studio. Or your ex-stepmum's backyard. I think it's time I moved on from there. Actually, you know what? I've got a pitch for Paul that I think will solve a bunch of issues. You want to hear it? Fix your tie. Come on, what's your big idea then? Hotels don't run themselves, you know. It's come to my attention, Paul, that you've completely lost interest in the backpackers as a business. What do you propose I do then, mister? Let me turn it into an artist collective. It's a good idea, but the outlay will be costly. Not if I do most of the work. Okay, I'll coordinate the whole thing, keep expenses low. Well, if you're managing it, how will you have time to do art? I think the workload will be pretty minimal once it's up and running. Right, and I'm hoping to rent the loft space, turn it into my personal studio. Well, if you're renting the loft space, that will cut into your wages, and you know I'm going to be only paying you a pittance. Oh, I know. But I have a side hustle that I think will help with that. Only I need to talk to you about it first. Me as in Paul? You as in my girlfriend. And that begins the start of Fandangle. Fandangle. And if you're listening to us in Australia, all I will say is that I know you may think we're behind, but there's certain things about this Fandangle storyline that you are not aware of yet that is amazing. Mm. Can I get mm. away with that? That's what you can say. I haven't done... Say no more I haven't that. had to check if I can get away with things for a while because we're so far behind in the UK. But actually, this storyline is amazing. Amazing. And that's all you can say. Oh. Honestly, I'm so excited we can talk about Ned's Fandangle and just like... That's Sorry, what? To say. <laughs> but I'm so You talk about Ned's talk Fandangle about before this storyline. <laughs> uh, no, I'm really excited. I think this is a great storyline. There's so many great moments coming up and I can't wait that we're going to be talking about this for a long time. 
So yeah, it's super exciting. And, but... and I love that potentially the, the men's shed, uh, which has become the backpackers, which has become the drug <laughs> spot, mm-hmm. um, is going to get used again, hopefully as a set, because it is actually a really good set. Yeah, and it's, it's a great off space. the street and it feels very separate. So love the idea of that. If it's going to become a bit of an art gallery for Ned, um, that's great. It means that people could be wandering past, coming and going versus when he's been in the garden doing it. It's very hard to like integrate it into storylines and like casual chats. So I think it's a great move by the by the show. Yeah really enjoy it and i really enjoy changing on from ned's fandangle before i start you know sweating i'm already um, in, a, in a melt pierce, pierce and dippy got to talk about the fact that this new friendship that's blossomed is really nice to see and they're getting along really well and they're confiding in each other i'm really enjoying it really enjoying it they seem to have struck up what i would compare to dippy and gary yes oh my goodness yeah i didn't even, I know, didn't totally even relate about it that. and like it is a bit Dippy and Gary-esque. It's weird, though, because Piers is kind of not not in any way like Gary, but I can so see Dippy and Piers together. Not that I want the Rebecca clan to break up because I actually think we need a family that sits together on the street. But if I was the writers of the show, I would be so tempted to have a Dippy affair. Yeah. Because she would be so good with him. I think her morals are too good, but... I agree. Oh, my God, that would be amazing. Yeah, I like it because it shows a softer side of Piers. You know, you see him as this really super rich businessman character. But actually, it's nice that he confides in a character who's Dippy, who's very much not like him, but yet they have similarities. And it is like a Gary relationship. I never thought of it that way. And I really enjoy it. I also wonder if he decided to uh, talk to Dippy about Chloe's issues of being bisexual because of Mackenzie or like what was his reasoning for coming? Not not that um, being transgender and bisexual are similar because they're not. They're very very separate. One is gender, one is sexuality. But... um, yeah, I just oh, it's it's weird that he chose to pop to Harold's and have this chat with her, but I don't know. Who knows? Are you friends with Jane Harris here? Yeah? yeah, we're close. And how much do you know her daughter, Nicolette? Not much. Why? Well, we've hired her as face of living nurse. Jane would be happy about that. Yeah. It's just uh, Chloe never told me that she was gay. It's not a problem, is it? No, it's just that a while back I had some trouble getting my head around Chloe's bisexuality. Yeah, but you worked through it. I did, which is why, you know, I'm surprised that Chloe never mentioned it. Look, it's stupid, you know. Those insecurities of mine, they're in the past and we're solid, so... I'm sorry, I'm oversharing. No, no, it's not that. I'm in a similar boat. Old doubts I can't shake. I think there's something going on between Roxy and Shane. It's ancient history. I know, but she keeps popping up everywhere Shane is. Perhaps you should talk to her. I can't. We've, we've worked so hard to get past everything and he's so wired up about uni. If I ask him about Roxy, it might just push him over the edge. Roxy is happy with Kyle. Right? And Shane loves you. He's not going to do anything to jeopardise your marriage. Either. Yeah, you're right. I know. You're right. Why can't I shake the feeling something else is going on? Roxy's popping up everywhere. It's as if she lives on the same street and works with Shane, isn't it, really? There's a real foreshadow in Dippy's tone as we fade to black at the mm-hmm. end of that episode. I just feel so like good. 
it's a great end to an episode and you're so right about Pierce like it's great to see him confiding in someone and it's good actually that he is discussing Chloe's sexuality and his potential uh previous uncomfortability with it because Mm. that is a conversation that he is allowed to have and as a character if he does feel that way I think it's one that should be you know uh expanded a bit more because actually that is really interesting is it a jealousy thing is it just from a fact that he's uncomfortable in himself you know that 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 is really interesting actually it's a big part of chloe's character so it'd be really nice if it was explored as well in a way that wasn't just uh i sleep with a woman on a one night stand yeah you know it'd be nice if it was actually just talked about rather than something happens a scandal and that's what creates the conversation i really enjoy that pierce is relating to dippy and especially as dippy is having these worries about shane and Shane and Roxy, which obviously we have been here before, but we know that this time it's quite different. I suppose that's quite an interesting one because Dippy is worried thinking that Shane's maybe having an affair with Roxy, but actually Shane is confiding in Roxy because Roxy caught him out. And this whole drug storyline is going to go so much deeper. It goes really, really deep. And honestly, I think it's some of the best performance we've seen from Shane on the show, I think. It's really, really good, and it's a really strong Rebecca moment from Dippy and Roxy and, and Toady and everyone involved. I think it's a difficult one because as storylines go, you're right, it does feel like a repeat of Dippy being concerned about Roxy and Shane. They're keeping something from Dippy. It's clearly all going to come out at some point. I suppose it just depends if Roxy's going to decide to be a, to respond differently to how she did last time and mm. tell Dippy or she's going to back up her friend Shane again. And we know last time that didn't work very well. So if it was me... Would you not learn from that mistake? And would you not go, oh, we're not doing this same crap again? Um, but Roxy is fiercely, fiercely loyal. That's yeah. something as a character we love. She's fiercely loyal of Kyle, even to Mama Jugs. She doesn't care. You know, she is fiercely loyal of Shane. And I think it's a character trait. It's something we don't see enough in Neighbours. And it's it's really, really good to see, actually. Yeah, I love Roxy's character. And honestly, we shouldn't talk too much about it because there's some really big moments happening in future weeks coming. But... This is a really great storyline. I've really enjoyed it. I know that Australia at the moment are seeing kind of the peak of it or want the first peak of it. So we should look out for that in the UK, but it is, it's really, really good. And I'm sure all our viewers in Australia, listeners in Australia will will completely stand by that and say, oh my God, the storyline is great. And if they don't, they'll definitely message you and say how much rubbish you've been talking. Yeah, and I will have an <laughs> argument, all right? I will go there. <laughs> well, it's been another busy week on the street and I think there's a lot more to come. I feel like we're actually in a position with Neighbours now where COVIDness has settled mm. and everybody on the cast and crew have been working so tirelessly and so brilliantly, have like had some time to step back and think about what to do and I think there's probably been a lot of last minute changes and adjustments and we seem to be in a place where storylines are starting to build and grow now and are clearly going to build and grow for a while so they've been planned quite a way ahead so that's really exciting for the show I think it's something that a lot of the other soaps aren't doing some most of the soaps still aren't on air at this stage in the UK so it's amazing we've still got neighbours on and we are of course as are many of you pushing to get Channel 5 to sync us back up with Australia I think we will hear more on this soon. There is there is plans, but I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know what. But I would, you know, recommend continuing to tweet, continuing to rally around. Why not? I think it, for us as, as Brits, we definitely want to be at the same time as Australia so we can talk to, you know, each other. Yeah, about it's, it's a fan base. So we want to talk about it together. So make sure that if you are involved in that part of the conversation that you are tweeting Channel 5, etc. And making sure that 
we can just get some details on when that could be, even if we have to wait till Christmas and then it's caught up over Christmas. And don't be mean to the social people. Always remember that there's just a human behind a social account and they're not the person making the decisions. So, you know, tweet them all you want, but remember they're probably not the person who presses the big red button that yeah, changes the, the schedule. Who, yeah. That is how it works, isn't it? It's just a big red button. Just a huge red yeah, button, okay, yeah, absolutely. So. Well, thank you for listening to Ramsey Speak. We've got so much more to come. We've got some really oh, exciting... God. We've teased excitement. Exciting bits. We've got some conversations with people that you'd want to hear from sort yes. of things. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled to our social channels and keep up with the conversation. We love to hear from you. Find out what you're thinking. Are you excited for Ned's Fandangle? Do you want to see it? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Don't. I'm not asking that as a question. There's literally only There's one only answer. There's only one answer, and it's yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely get involved with the conversation on social. We'd love to hear from you. And we will be back in your ears very, very soon. Have a wonderful week, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Bye.